great, great day to everybody. Subject C Maddox coming at you here on a podcast. We're going to begin um, doing these 15 minute segments and on various topics just to let everybody know um, what we believe God is saying to us at this time. Hey, we have been pastoring the Refreshing Word Church now almost seven years. We're here in Fort Mill, South Carolina. We've been in ministry totally 24 years and we've seen a lot over our 24 year period of time. And so we think that with our various experiences and the opportunities that God has allowed us to minister with other people in his sharing, we just want to give some insights that may help someone out there to get through their day. And with that being said, today we're talking about the topic of evil and why, if God is so good, why is there so much evil in the world? And that is a presumptuous thought because what it really is saying is that we believe that our Lord is not going to totally defeat evil, but he is. God is going to totally defeat evil. So then the question comes, well, what good can come of the evil that we see every single day all around us? Well, here's the deal. The good that comes out of that is that people see that Jesus Christ is the light of the world. People see that God is the only way out of what we're in, because no matter how much you legislate or mandate, that does not change a person's consciousness or their heart. Evil rests and resides in our hearts and minds. You understand what I'm saying to you? Let's get hip. Um, At the end of the day, Before you do something non-trustworthy, you have to think about the non-trustworthy thing that you are going to do. And when I use the word you, I'm not pointing the finger at anybody because all of us have evil in our consciousness. Sometimes our evil uh, is evoked, if you will, invoked. It is invoked by, you know, something, some outside stimulus. It could be a racism that invokes it. It could be someone does some harm against our family that invokes it. It can be any number of things. It could be stimulus from a television program that we're watching. It can be any number of things. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is, is that we often find ourselves with evil in our consciousness. Not only is there evil in our consciousness and in our hearts before we act it out, then we need to get that cleansed. Right. Because at the because God judges what's in our hearts, he doesn't judge necessarily just the actions. Some people do great things, but have evil hearts. The only reason why they're doing something great is simply because they think that someone is going to praise them for it or they're going to be recognized or they're going to get some type of reward. Or if I do this good thing, then I'm going to get the next promotion or I'm going to whatever. You know, it could be any type of reward. The motivation wasn't purity. The motivation was profit. So God is judging the heart. And then there's some well-meaning people that may do something that's not quite right, but they meant good. For instance, there are two women in the Bible where the king gave the edict to kill all the babies. Um, They didn't. The babies were born and they lied to the king and said by the time because they were midwives, they said by the time we get there to help the women deliver the babies, they're already born and they already have their child. 
Was it evil to lie? Yeah, because who's the author of lies? The devil himself. But they had a good reason for it. Now, I'm not justifying everybody who does something wrong because they have a good reason. That, that's not what I'm saying here. What I'm really saying is that evil rests in every one of our consciousness. We all have some evil about us. And so since there's evil about every one of us, well, then it behooves us to have a God of mercy, to have a God of love and compassion that will forgive us of that. And we know that. So unlike any other religion, Christianity actually says that if you believe in Christ, sincerely believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, that he died and that he rose in three days, you are saved. Yeah, you're saved. You're saved even from your own sins, from your own evil. It doesn't mean that you're not going to encounter evil. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have to deal with what's in your heart and what's in your mind because you're still in this world. But you're saved from its penalty. You're saved from its penalty and you're saved from it having power over you. Because God is a God of choice. And so a lot of times we choose what we're doing. <laughs> Whether it's an internal stimulus or an external stimulus, we're still choosing. Right. We are free moral agents. And so God wants us. To be free enough to choose him. Once we choose him, then that's when he goes into action with his spirit. His spirit then begins to convict us. Notice I said convict and not condemn. See, a lot of people um, exist in condemnation, but God deals in conviction. Condemnation is to beat you down about where you're wrong. Conviction is just to say, hey, that there's a better way. You don't have to do it that way. That way is not going to yield good results. And it's to get you to make a different decision and making that different decision. Then now you can say glory to God. God, thank you for your spirit that led me. That's how you walk after the spirit and not after the flesh, because you follow the conviction. Now, look. It didn't mean that the evil wasn't present. It just means that the evil did not dominate. You didn't choose that. So what's next then? What's next is this. Once I realize that I have a choice again, I really have a choice. I'm not just sucked in by my, if you will, my appetites and my desires. Then it's up to me. It's up to me. It's up to you. It's up to me. It's up to every individual to decide whether or not they're going to follow an evil thought and follow through with an evil act. You see, God is such a God of love that he'll allow a person to choose whether or not they're going to go to heaven or whether or not they're going to go to hell. He's such a loving God. He's not going to make you do one or the other. He's going to woo you with everything possible, even if he has to use your own mistake and something that you have done to convince you to come back to him. He is going to use that to say, hey, you need me. Sometimes some of the best lessons I learned uh, was when 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 I did not necessarily have to get 
punished by my by my mom, my grandmother, or my grandfather. Uh, it, 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 some of the best lessons was just I had to suffer the consequences of the decisions that I made. And in suffering those consequences of the decisions that I made, guess what ended up happening? Hey, I wanted to choose to do the right thing. God does that. God does that in a way that it makes it so, makes his love so wooing. I'm still right here. I love you. I created you. I love you. I want you. I want the best for you. Choose my good over evil. Yes, sometimes it's hard. Yes, sometimes it's really non-appetizing. But it's like anything else we want. Anything worth having, there's going to be some struggle. It's going to be hard. It's going to be, you're going to have to go through a little bit. Hey, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's how you know that it was worth having. Because you paid a price for it. Well, guess what? God says you're worth having. So he allowed his son, Jesus Christ, to pay a price. That price was a death on the cross. Wow, man. That's deep, ain't it? Yeah, death on the cross in order that you and I may have life eternal. So, you know, us avoiding evil, us not committing evil. It's not about the fact that I need somebody else to tell me how good I am. I mean, really, man, that's the last thing I need. Because, you know, in this world today, man, somebody tells you that you're good. Next thing you know, somebody else is like, yeah, let's see how good. I don't need to be set up like that. But it's because I love God. I want to be good because he's been good to me. I want to show God that I really appreciate that sacrifice. I want to show God that, hey, I couldn't have done this without you. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, hey, look, I, I'm not going to, you know, talk, talk your ear off or anything like that. I just, I just want to say evil's in the world. We know it is. But there is a God that has a plan for it all. And even those who commit evil, guess what? They're still part of God's all ultimate plan to save, deliver, and set free. And so I, I hope and I pray my prayer for you today is that you would choose freedom over sin's captivity. You would choose eternal life and life abundantly over death, hell, and the grave. That you would choose deliverance over shackles of appetites, strongholds of anxieties, and if you will, yokes of all kinds. Now, if you want to get in contact with us and, you know, kind of chop these things up some more and, and keep on flowing. Hey, that's that's good too. reach out to us. Refreshing word on Facebook. Refreshing word in Fort Mill, South Carolina. Email us. Refreshing word at Gmail dot com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd like to chop it up. And hey, man, maybe you are already a believer and you just like you got some questions. Well, hey, call us. Get in contact with us. We 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 wanna we wanna make sure that you know we real cats just like you. And we are out here trying our best to live for real, just like you. Well, God bless you, heaven smile upon you. May he be gracious unto you. We really appreciate you. Until the next time, Cedric Sigmatic's coming at you. We'll holler. Peace, y'all.